Greetings, brothers and sisters. It's your brother, Son in Esperance, back with another episode of the I Thrive Podcast. Today, I got our sister, Charmaine Joseph. I believe is from New York? Um, my original country, St. Lucia. St. Lucia, St. Lucia. So but not, not yes, but I'm in, I'm in New York, uh, Bronx Temple. Bronx Temple, Bronx Temple. So we got Bronx yes. in the house. What's happening? You heard me, Bronx. Some of the worst drivers in the world. What happened? We got y'all in the building today now. We got y'all. But how are you doing this evening, sis? I am doing well, by the grace of God. I'm holding on. I'm well. Yes. Wonderful, wonderful. And how are you doing? Ah, I'm doing great. I'm doing, uh, I'm hanging on, though. You know, I'm, I'm hanging on. You know, tougher roads, tougher days. Look, this thing of holiness is, is challenging. It's it a challenging, challenging thing, but I, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm still hanging on. <laughs> yes. I'm hanging on, you know. <laughs> That's all we have to do. Keep on hanging on. Got to keep on hanging. Got to keep on yeah. hanging. But uh, but no, I'm truly grateful and glad and thankful that uh, you're able to come on and share your testimony. As always, before we begin, brothers and sisters, and those of you listening, uh, I Thrive Podcast affiliates itself with one church and one church only. That is First Church of Our Lord Jesus Christ, where the leader, teacher, and guide is Apostle Pastor Gino Jennings. If you want to be baptized right in the name of Jesus Christ, you can go on the truthofgod.com, click locations, see what location is closest to you, reach to a main point of contact, whether it be the local minister or the branch secretary, and set up that baptism. If you're looking to see if there's a first church in your area or around you, you can do the same process. You go on truthofgod.com, click locations, and see which location is closest to you. If you know you're coming from a very far distance and the temple you're going to, it doesn't have brick and mortar. It doesn't have their own temple and they're renting somewhere. And if, I believe Bronx Temple, you guys are renting a yes. uh, a place as well, right? The reason why- Lehman College. Lehman College. Because Lehman College, I'm sure they had some of their own rules during COVID yes. time and all this yes. type of stuff. So I would just advise to make sure y'all call, especially if you're do if you're doing like a 20, 30 minute trip. Okay. But I know some sacrifice four or five hours to go to service. So, you know, you don't want to do that drive and then there's nothing there. And so forth. So I advise to call, but those that have their brick and mortar, there shouldn't be a problem. You should be able to just go there uh, uh, and, and go to service. Also, yes. let's not forget, let's not forget to keep the apostle and his family in prayer as well as the, Faithful ministering brethren and their families just the same. And let's not forget to keep one another in prayer as well. Um, very thankful for all the work that everybody continues to do. Uh, those of you that are on the back end that nobody sees, as I, I, I say, brothers and sisters, there's a lot of work that gets done for this church and it's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's a lot of people in the back end scenes that we don't see that get the job done. So thankful for all of you. Before we set to begin, as always, I give all honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the head of my life and indeed our soon coming king. I give double honor to the former prophets and apostles of old. And I give God thanks for the faithful ministering brethren who labor along with him in the vineyard and, and spending this message of holiness, you know, or going, traveling to baptize and all this type of stuff. I'm thankful for those that take the auxiliary serious and that do it faithfully. Medical unit, ushers, security, uh, 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 photographers and uh, uh, hospitality team you know all that i can think of sisterhood this brotherhood that i'm grateful and thankful for you all that are doing the work so faithfully brothers and sisters and i pray that god continues to bless you all and keep you all during whatever situation and times you're going through now that'll be enough for me as always keep me and my family in prayer brothers and sisters as it is truly indeed needed and i will never hesitate to ask that's enough for me 
we're about to get our sister Charmaine Joseph's testimony on how God brought her out of the world and into the truth of God. So sister Charmaine, tell us, how did God bring you out of the world and into his church? Well, it, it all started um, with, um, I believe was 2017. On my job, there's a, a one of my ex-co-workers, she worked with me and, and she invited me to her church. And I, I wasn't going to no church. Mm. I was raised into a Catholic church and then I became a Pentecostal and then in my adult age, I became a Jehovah Witness. And then I left it because I got this fellowship. <laughs> <laughs> I got this fellowship and then I never went back to any church. Although I was searching, I kept going, jumping from church to church to church. I was like a gypsy wow. moving around to different churches. But in my searching I remember walking to work and I just start praying. I say, Lord Jesus, please put me in the right church where you want me to be. And, you know, not knowing that he would have answered my prayer, but back to my coworker, when I went there, she invited me to her church and I started going to her church and I got baptized there in 2000 and, and I believe it was 17. Yes, yeah, 17. I got baptized, but I got baptized wrong. But um, in going to the church, I remember flipping through, because um, I like to watch those different um, pastors, you know, false preachers, you know. And I glanced, I remember glancing at pastor, but I did not stop. I just kept going. But how I but how I really found him was one Sunday I went to my co-worker house. We were going to church and they had pastor on. Mm. And and um what is that that man in Jamaica? Because they were Jamaica, that that musician person, um, that young mm, and he he debated or was trying to debate pastor in oh, Jamaica, um, the singer, the, the seven day. Oh, um, singer. I know you're talking about, uh, <laughs> bald headed. No, I know. Oh, I, hold on. I can't Vegas, Vegas, you. Mr. Vegas. Yes. Vegas. Yes. Vegas. So mm. I see they on the table. They watching him with a phone and my curiosity just caught me. Mm. And I'm like, it was, it just sunk into me. And I'm saying to myself, I have to find out who this pastor is. I went home after church. I went searching. I found him and I saw it. And I, when I watched it, I was really in disgust by what Mr. Vegas was doing to pastor. I was like, how, I was really, I was talking to the, to the television, how dare you? Mm -hmm. I'm like, and you know how they say, Ush. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, but I watch it. And after that, I, I just like, you know how, um, the, the brothers and sisters talk about binge watching pastor. Mm. I just started binge watching. I would fall asleep watching and watching and just keep watching I, everything. If I saw anything on YouTube pertaining to pastor, I was watching it. Mm. And that's how, and then one, when I, when it um, hit the baptism, it hit me. And then I say, wait a minute, 
I went because my children, when I baptized in the fall church, my children was there and they videotaped it. Mm -hmm. So I went and I looked at the videotape and I told my children, I was baptized wrong. So I said, I have to get baptized right. And, um, and I called my children, my son, my son. I said, please, let's look it up. I had my son on the computer looking up everything. And we sent a, a, a message to one of the brothers. I only remember his brother, James. And we contact and right away, he, I mean, not right away, but I got a message and he told me where to go. I didn't even know there was a Lehman College. I didn't know none of that. And when he told us to open it up and we open it up, I was in shock to know that we had a church here in New York. And I told my children, I have to go. My daughter said, mommy, why don't you wait until um, <laughs> pastor to baptize you? I said, no, I am not waiting. <laughs> I can't wait. Cause then I start thinking about, suppose I die, mm -hmm. you know? Suppose I die tomorrow, but then we don't know what tomorrow will bring. But that was in my head. I'm like, I don't want to go to hell. I have to baptize the right way. And um, I called, they contact me, and he was just directing me to the whole thing. He told me how, how to open up the, and so Lehman College, I made my son um find out what train go there. And I, I remember them. The Sunday morning I got up so early, I went there and I ended up getting lost. <laughs> I got off the stop, but I got up, I got lost trying to find this place. And I'm like, there's no church there. I saw the college, but I'm like, there's no church. So I call Brother James mm -hmm. and he tell me, yes, no, no, I didn't call. I was texting him and he was like, I hope you didn't miss it. And I so. I asked the guard about the church. So I had to go inside to find the church. And when I went inside, the church was over. Not over, over, but like he was asking people, you know, and I got up, I got there just in time to get up and to, you know, to say, yes, I want to get baptized and stuff like that. And I, I felt so good that day. And, um, and I've been going, I've been going there, but um, my family's like, it's like the minute I got into first church and and everything went downhill for me wow. <laughs> with my family because my mother is a pastor. <laughs> She's a pastor. <laughs> She's a pastor. Mm. My whole, my family, we, we all grew up in church. Mm -hmm. Me, I remember when I was growing up, we didn't wear jewelry. We didn't wear pants. We, we dress just like um, first church, mm -hmm. but it's like now things change, you know, and I seen my sisters, they wear in the pants and the jewelry and the makeup and everything. Even my mother is indulging in the music and all of that mm -hmm. stuff. She's dancing to it. She's wearing the wig and everything else. So, um, you know, I, you know how um, they tell you um, not to be too zealous. <laughs> well, I start sending, I start sending things to my family and I, me and my mother always, we kept bumping heads and mm. I keep telling that I've always, I was always headstrong when it comes to the Bible. 
although I don't know scriptures and, and, and I didn't know and I didn't know none of these things, but I always thought I knew things. And me and her would always bump head when it comes to the Bible and I would tell her. And so one day she she um she visited me and I told her about her being a pastor. Mm. And boy, who told me to say that? She told me off and she just stormed down the stairs. I sent stuff to my family. My 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 aunt said, do not send me that anymore. Wow. My other my sister say her words were, what is that? Wow. Because she's married to her second uh, <laughs> husband. <laughs> so were you sending like direct videos to the situation? Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe so. I believe so. I was I sent, yeah, I sent my mother that and she did not like it. Oh. So my aunt, my aunt said to me, You mean to tell me my mother's been preaching for such and such years and she's wrong? And then, and I don't remember if I answer her to that. And it's like they just cut me off, cut me off. I, it's like it didn't bother me because I was learning myself. And, and it, it really didn't bother me because I wasn't really a person to be all up underneath my family. Mm -hmm. So it didn't bother me. And as I start learning what the truth is, and um, what's in the Bible and what I was learning, it just blew my mind because things that I thought was the truth. I, I thought I was a Christian. I thought I was God-like, you know, you couldn't tell me, but I found out the wrong way. But my mother and my, I think she's the, I don't know how to, she's headstrong and she, she doesn't, um, it's like you try to tell her stuff and she don't listen. She thinks she's right. She's they Pentecostal mm. and she has her own church. And and um, one time, even after I start going to truth, she tell me she what she said to me, um, instead you come and and be with her, instead I should come and be with her and all that. I'm over here. And I just told her no, you know, but um they cut me off. Mm -hmm. They weren't calling me. They nobody. It's like a shutdown. You know, when all the lights went out, mm -hmm. no communication, nothing, oh. nothing at all. Oh. They were they. Were my mother, everybody just cut me off cold. Mm -hmm. And it's like I was on my own. I just had my children. Although I'm the only one out of all my family. I have seven sisters, three brothers, and a whole heap of niece and nephew. I'm the only one in the truth. Oh. And I'm so grateful that God chose me to be in the truth. Mm -hmm. You know, they, I'm, I'm praying for my children, although they don't, they'll, they'll tell me, mommy, I don't want to hear it. I don't want, I'm like, okay. But when something go wrong, they find mommy, mommy, can mm -hmm. you pray with me? And, mm -hmm. But I do, but um, as I, my journey start going on, I, I start enjoying going to, I've never enjoyed going to church the way I enjoy going to church now. I, I love the Zoom meetings. I love being with my spiritual family. You know, I, I just love it. And it's like, I, I even moving, I move here and 
my spiritual family is the one that moved me. Mm. You know, I had my family, my sister came and would be with me, but you know, there's nothing like having your spiritual family to back you up. Mm. So when I, um, I just, in my moving, things just started to happen in 2020. Um, when COVID hit, uh, you know, I found out I, I had colon cancer. Now I'm some, I am someone, I'm like, you could look at me and say, well, okay, this person never exercised. I was an exercise buff. Mm. I used to work out every day, <clears throat> running, jumping rope. I used to run <sighs> and it didn't matter. 2020, I got hit with colon cancer. And it's like the colon cancer, I'm, oh, it was such a journey for me with the colon cancer because I, I thought I had, I thought I had um, COVID mm. because I had so much pain and fever. And when they came and they told me that, and then I went to the doctors. My greatest, great testimony about being having colon cancer was when I went to the hospital. It's like God put peace in my heart, even though I was praying to him and I'm saying, I don't want to die. And But I, at the same time, I, I used to tell him, I know it's your will, but I'm not ready to die. And it's like he put a peace in my heart. And I wasn't scared. I wasn't afraid at all. The doctors, I would come, when they come in, they would say, hello, good morning. I would say, good morning. How mm -hmm. you doing? How's your family? And they couldn't understand why I'm so joyous. Why, you know, and they would say, how are you? I say, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm so, but they couldn't understand, you know, my joy I was feeling. But it's like, and I had a young doctor. Sometimes, you know, when they say there's angels on the earth, or I don't know how it goes, but there's this one doctor every morning, every morning, every morning, he would come just to see me. He would come, he would say, I had to see you. I had to see you every morning, every morning. And then I had another doctor would come and sit with me and talk with me. And I'm saying, all of this has to be God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. All of this has to be God. Although I was going through so much, I had um, I had to take blood transfusion. I had, um, I had, they had to quarantine me because I was contagious because it was giving me too much antibiotic. So I was quarantined in a room and people had to like gown from head to toe. Um, when they did the, when they did the surgery, I just felt when I had a mass, that's how they found I had a mass and the doctor that came, I felt, I don't know how, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, I, I knew God was with me. And when I went back to the hospital after that, I saw the doctor and he kept going back and forth. And he just, he, I could see he's like looking at me and I'm like, 
I said, I, I didn't understand that, but I just felt this had, or everything I went through and, and I'm still going through it. This had to be God. He brought me out of it. I mean, even the chemo, it left me with a lot of discomfort. But in all of that, God kept me. And he brought my family back to me. My family, even my mother, she cried. And I told her, you know, don't cry. I had to, I am comforting them. Mm -hmm. And I remember I'm telling my sister, you know, I say, well, if it's God will, I said, we were made for God glory, you know, it was not the other way around, but God had put a peace within me, you know, even though I'm praying for long life and, you know, to, to fix myself spiritually, you know, and I just feel God is just keeping me every day. And it's like, all of a sudden my family came back. They started, um, they just, God just brought them back to me, you know, because of that. Mm. But, you know, but there's times when my mother, even during that time, my mother, she invited me to my um, stepfather party, even that I did not go. They keep inviting me to stuff and they know I'm not going to go. Mm -hmm. My daughters, they, you know, they had babies. God saw me, even though they had their babies out of wedlock. But God allowed me to see my grandchild, my first grandchild, my second grandchild, you know. And um, my kids, they know that I will not take part in that, especially one of them, my second daughter. She's she's always telling me stuff. She she I'm praying for her because she has a lot of questions sometimes. And they know how I, I grew. My second daughter is still trying to make me wear pants, but she they know that I am not gonna do that because I had I had so much pants. I turned all of them into skirts. Wow. I took I took them apart myself and I took them to the cleaners. And I just the because even the Chinese men said, he said, You're so creative. I'm like, okay, I would take one, I would take one pants, I would cut it and I'll put it. I said, This is how I want it, and this is this. And, and I so much I chip all my pants, I didn't throw them away. I changed them into skirts. Oh. And that's how I, I'm wearing them. But you know, God was even before I came into the truth, God mm. was really with me. And how I say that. When I used to go, I used to wear a lot of pants. And when I used to go downtown on portrait, I used to see all the working women with skirts. And I would feel bad. I would say, I want to start wearing skirts, you know, and not knowing God is working within me. Even friends that I had started moving, God started moving them out of the way, you know, just moving them out of the way, whether it be good or bad. They just started going away. And I remember one time I was, cause I used to go to the, the lounge in my, in my fifties, I decided I want to go to lounging because mm. I met some in with, within my exercise um, where I used to run, I met two, um, two worldly friends and they brought me to the lounge and I would go to the lounge and who told me to go there. I started going there. 
I started partying with them. We started going to Halloween parties. I started drinking and I wasn't a drinker. Wow. You know, and they would tell me, say, and when I don't want to drink, they would say, come on, Charmaine, you got to take something, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like one day, God, you know, one day I just said to myself, I don't want to go there no more. Mm -hmm. Just out of the blue, I'm like, I'm not going to that place no more. And I just stopped. I just stopped going there and I stayed home. And then that's when, you know, everything started turning around. And I went to that church and, I, you know, even the young lady that, that brought me to the church, she moved away from me. She just like, our friendship is not the same, but mm -hmm. I know now I know why, you know, I had to get rid of them or God took all of them away from me. So much, so much. I had, I didn't have a lot, but people that was in my life, they just moved away from me, mm. you know, and it was, it was a blessing to me. It was really a blessing to me, you know? So, so now it's like my mother, she's like, She's still, we don't sometimes, if she say something and I think it's wrong, I would answer her. But lately I've been trying to curb my mouth mm -hmm. so not to say anything because I already sent her the video and she denied it. Mm -hmm. She don't want no part of it. But um, this is what, you know, we're going through. Wow. So you're still uh, like, are you at a certain stage with the colon cancer? They removed it. They removed the 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 my right colon and um all the they so um all my baby parts. Uh -huh. So I'm not, I'm confused myself because they said it was in my um what that uterus and uh -huh. my colon. So they removed the right colon and uh, all my baby parts. So I don't have any of those things, and I just thank God so far there is nothing there because oh. I, I get PET scans and I get all these scans and I just thank God every day that I'm alive and yeah. I thank him so, so much, oh, yeah. you know, and I'm, oh. it's such a, a, a blessing to sit here and, and, and just to say that I'm here. I have the breath of life in me every day. He gives me, you know, I'm just like, I'm so grateful you know, and I, and I know he's with me because even little things I ask him for, and I'm seeing him getting it. Even when I, my job, when I was sick, they, they, they fired me because I was sick. And while I was sick, I didn't, I, I was angry with them. I wanted to sue them, but I, I said to myself, I cannot do that. I cannot use my anger to do that because I was angry. Mm -hmm. So I said, I'm not going to do that. So I didn't do it because I was very angry. So, you know, and God turned it around where my own spiritual brothers and sisters, and they don't even know if, if each other was doing that, but financially they were helping me. Mm -hmm. They were helping me with my foods, my bills and all of that. And they don't even know that mm -hmm. because they were doing that for me. And I'm so grateful, even though one door closed, God opened up a beautiful door for me mm. where my brothers and sisters were financially helping me. And I didn't even, you know, they just sent it. 
They just mm-hmm. sent it. And it, it just so happened. It's like everything. Even when I went through my disability to get my disability, it's like, you know, it's like, okay, God said, okay, you get in it now. Stop. It's like he gets, I didn't even need a lawyer. I got a lawyer. It's like the same week I got the lawyer. That's when I got the results that you've been approved for your disability. It was so great. It was so wonderful. Even this apartment where I'm I'm in now, throughout, it was so much I was going through. God never left me, never left me. My my old apartment, which I had loved so much. The landlord, he um, you know, when COVID hit and you don't have a job, my son is the only one working. He didn't want it to help me. I don't understand. I didn't understand how he didn't want to help me to get him payment. Mm-hmm. But then later on, I found out he wanted me out of the apartment. So I I just had to put it in God's hand. Mm-hmm. And I started looking. And God blessed me with this place. It's smaller, but it's it's mine. God gave it to me, you know, and it's like, I remember before I moved here, God's, I rem- oh God, I remember before I moved here, I I was getting frustrated because nobody wanted to, to rent to me. And um, I sat at the edge of the bed and I just br- had a breakdown and started crying. And I'm like, Lord, I need your help. I'm doing everything possible and no one is helping me. And it's like that, I believe it was the same week. I'm not sure, God forgive me if I'm wrong. I got a phone call. Mm-hmm. I don't, up to now, I don't even remember if I call these people. Mm-hmm. All I know, I got a phone call. They sent me to two places. The new, the place was, the other place was new, brand new. It was beautiful, but it wasn't for me. I didn't take it. So they sent me to here. They sent me to this place. But when they sent me here, it was a whole heap of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, and my daughter was with me, and she told, she said to me, "Mommy, so much people, a lot of people." I say, "If this is for me, I'm going to get it." Mm-hmm. And here I am. I'm wow. here. God gave wow. me this place, and when I moved here, God, I always say that. I will always say that He put how to decorate this place. He put it in my head, in my hands, the things that I've created. You know, my other place, I didn't have that. And it's like a total revamp of how my creation, it's like every, when I come here in the living room, I'm like, thank you, Lord Jesus. I I always say, this is, this is his work. Mm -hmm. This is his work. And I have to say, thank you. Even, you know, I just felt that Satan was really trying to bring me down. That's how I feel. And God was with, within my journey with everything. God was with me. God has been with me all this time. And when I moved here, I had no bed to sleep on because mm. I had threw away the other one. I was sleeping on the floor. Wow. And um, in my sleep, one, one night I'm sleeping in a really deep sleep. And you know how pastor said, God um, called, can call you in different tones of voice. God woke me up in a beautiful, soothing voice. He called me by name. 
And I could, I'll, I'll never forget that morning. He called me by name, Charmaine. And I woke up right away and I'm looking up and I'm like, is anybody there? Mm -hmm. And I knew in my heart, God had, is the one that's God voice I heard. And I told, I've been telling other people because I, to me, I'm saying, I don't know if they understood or believe me, but I know, I believe I heard God's voice. And I know it's his voice that I heard. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, and, but that was the end of it. He just called me and he woke me up. And because I, I always tell him, I, you know, I pass to say, when you expect God to talk to you and you ask him, sometimes you'll ask him, but you don't know what you're asking for. And, and I would say, you know, just call me, say hello, say something. Well, I got my answer. He woke me up out of my sleep and it was, it was really nice. Cause sometimes when I, I was laying on my bed, I believe it was last night, night before. And I kept thinking about it and all I could do is just smile and say, thank God. And I know God is with me, you know, and he's still with me, you know, little things. God always asks me, um, answer prayers. He, he, I would always say he answers my prayer and my little prayers like today. I have a neighbor upstairs and the little children always run. Mm -hmm. They always run and making little noises. And I say to myself, I would really like to meet my neighbor with the children. And I couldn't believe today of all day, I was by my door, putting a wreath on my door mm -hmm. and the neighbor just stopped. And he was apologizing for the children making all this noise. He said, mm -hmm. ah, we're the one upstairs. I say, don't you apologize. Mm -hmm. It don't bother me at all. But I just wanted to meet my neighbor. Mm -hmm. And I said, look how God answers prayer. Yeah. You know, little prayer. Even when we went to um, the convocation, I had asked the pastor for, you know, the piece, piece of a piece of his, uh, call it, I don't know if it's piece a piece of his garment. Floor. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, for myself. And I remember the, the whole weekend, he kept forgetting, and I kept going up there. And I remember he said to me, one more day, one more day, because he forgot, so he's the wife. But that the second day, I sat in my seat, and I'm like, I wish I could give his wife a hug. Because it's COVID, nobody want nobody to give them no hug. You know, you have mm -hmm. to ask and stuff like that. But before I couldn't, I went to her because I was asking her a question. I forgot what I was like. Sister Jenny just pulled me to her and gave me a hug. I just came up to ask her for a question, but she pulled me to her and gave me a hug. And I'm like, boy, look how God answers prayer. So I truly believe in in the power of God. And if you ask God for something big or small, he will give it to you. You know, I'm still going through my, my ups and down. I'm not working, but God provides for me. Mm -hmm. You know, he provides for me. I have a beautiful home and I'm not hungry. I have, you know, God is so good to me. And, you know, if after all of that and you go into the world, you know, you're going to be, I don't know. You're not going to be the same anymore, mm -hmm. you know? And I just thank God for being alive, for taking me out of the falsehood and bringing me into the truth mm -hmm. because I enjoyed so much. I'm so grateful for my sisters. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and, and it's been a journey. It's been such a journey. And I don't think a lot of them, when I was going through it, I don't think a lot of them knew what I was going through. It's like, whew, it's been so much. I, I I remember getting so much um needles all over my body, um the IVs. I think I had about four IVs at one time. Oh. They even had it one on my neck, my artery, and oh. <laughs> my neck. So, mm -hmm. but I I enjoy being into the truth. And if there's anybody that doubt, this is the truth. Don't doubt. There's no doubt. Don't doubt, because mm -hmm. we are in the truth. You know when when the zoom is on. I get so excited and the singing go on, I get up and I start jumping, you know, because, you know, I made a vow in my kitchen. When I start dancing, it's for the Lord. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't, um, he don't make me forget it, <laughs> you know? So I know every time I jump, you know, and stuff like that, when I'm there with all my pain, after I come home, I'm being pain, but I'm going to enjoy myself when I'm in the conversation, con convocational. But, that's that's me <laughs> no what what your testimony is it's you know it's a perfect example of well first thing being of the lies false prophets say when when you get baptized and you come to jesus everything is going to be so good and, <laughs> and marvelous you're not going to have no more problems no it's going to be sunshine and flowers and you know steak no. and, and rice <laughs> and beef and sauce paling more that good stuff yeah? no but your your testimony it's here it is okay I, I, I was in falsehood got baptized wrong i come across truth you know oh happy daisy and here boom i get hit with colon cancer Right, right then and there, that can that could really devastate somebody terribly to the point where they put in their mind, hold on a second, Lord, you made me get baptized and come into your church, and now you're gonna allow cancer to have its way with me. Are you are you real? Is there really a God? No, as much as many may not believe so, this is this is highly possible. In yes. fact, this is what a lot say, or it could simply be, Well, Lord, okay, look, you you're, you're giving me this. All right, so look, just get me out and I'll do whatever you please. And then they go right back wherever mm -hmm. they came out of. You understand? So mm -hmm. how, like, in, like, what was going through your mind mentally? Like, here it is. You come into the teachings. You come into mm -hmm. truth. You get baptized. Here, here it is. First of all, it was like, oh, traffic, you know, you take the train, <laughs> you get lost. But here it is because you were going for the sole purpose to be baptized. I'm telling you, the way God works, it's, it's crazy. You are and going solely to get baptized. And you get there on time, right when they're calling for baptism. And I got COVID twice. While you had, had colon cancer. While I had the first one, the first one I had, I had it um, while I had it, when I when they took it out. And then this year I got it again. Wow. So it, it's been, it's been, been very rough. <laughs> it's been, it's been a, a roller coaster. So, you know, God is good. God is good. What, what God was is going good. through your mind? You know, when you, you, you get baptized, right, and stuff, and now you get hit with the news that you have colon cancer. Like, what what was going through your mind mentally? Tell us, tell us, you know, those who never had it, or because we've known, of course, some people that had it and so forth. And in fact, you know, a couple of uh, my mom's friends um, last year, I believe one 
died. It was, I don't know if both of them was colon cancer or one of them, but the crazy thing is both of them had cancer and they both died the same oh. night, the same Jesus. night. And they didn't know each other the same night. Wow. The same night they both passed away. You know, wow. I know, I know one for sure though. A uh, uh, nice, nice, you know, older woman. She passed away from colon cancer. So what was going through your mind hearing that news? You know, it didn't hit me hard. It really, although I used to cry, but it wasn't something to hit me really hard because God had given me peace within myself. I wasn't uh, afraid. I I really wasn't afraid. I in you know, I used to pray a lot. I prayed a lot. Mm-hmm. I prayed a lot. You know, I prayed a lot, a lot. And I think I truly believe if God didn't give me that peace, I probably would have been a basket case. You know, I really believe I would have had anxiety and everything, but I had that peace within me and i know it's god that he just i just said to myself you know okay i have cancer because one of the things i always say if it's not me it's someone else Mm -hmm. you know so i just believe that god gave me peace within myself although i know i wasn't ready you know to 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 die Mm -hmm. because i i still have a lot to work on Mm spiritually and i used to always pray to him and he just gave me that peace within myself you know and i don't know if he i don't i don't know because you know we cannot talk for god all i know i had just that peace within me you know and i wasn't worrying Mm -hmm. i wasn't worrying at all even when i went through um chemotherapy and you know people say oh they're gonna lose their hair i pray to god i say lord you gave me this hair i know it's dead hair the the end is dead but you gave it to me and i would really like to keep it i did not lose my hair at all and i know god answered my prayer Mm -hmm. i didn't lose not one of my hair where my sister right now, she um she has breast cancer and she removed the breast. Mm-hmm. She went through therapy. She lost her hair. Her nails turned really black. Wow. Mine didn't do that. My nails did not do that. And um, you know, and um, I feel I just feel is the was peace. God had put that peace within me. And he was with me all this time. Mm-hmm. I just feel so, Lord, 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 Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, and I, I just felt, I just felt it was the peace of God, the grace of God, the mercy of God, mm-hmm. you know, because I always, always, always pray and ask him, you know, mm-hmm. to please, you know, to be with me. And, and I just felt he was there and I felt it and mm-hmm. in everything, that those doctors were doing, I just felt he was right there. And the 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 thing about it, when they found it, when one hospital found the the mass, mm-hmm. they didn't know it was colon cancer. I got frustrated with one hospital and moved to another hospital 
and the second hospital found the coat, the, the cancer. Mm. And all the doctors that was in that second hospital, when I left there and went back to the first, it's like they followed me. Wow. All the doctors that was in the second hospital was in that other hospital. And I didn't even know that. Mm. And they just came together and they just took care of me. And I just feel all of that was God. Wow. And it was the peace and the grace and mercy of God. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really wasn't, I didn't have anxiety. I wasn't afraid, you know, I just had that peace within me, you know? So I don't know. I, I, no, I, I understand. I understand. That's, that's some may not understand it right outside what that peace means yes you understand but you know when you go through the trials and tribulations and a lot of times people think peace means it's you know i'm hearing the birds tweaking right <laughs> yes. and the kids playing and no but it's when you know the wind comes the the wind blows and the dust is start going everywhere and through the midst of all of that you can still have peace Yes. They, yeah. Only only God can give something like that because you have people with money, rich, a big house. They can buy whatever they want, whatever clothes they want. They can drive whatever mm-hmm. car they want, but yeah. they cannot buy that peace. Right. Exactly. I, you know. So exactly. when you have that peace, it's, I, I I understand, and I'm sure yes. many brothers and sisters <laughs> in truth they understand just the same. But for those outside, my God, they they. It, it, they don't understand it. They want peace. No, they don't. Even even now, when I'm going through my little pain and hurt, because the chemo left me with a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. I have. I developed so much stuff that I cannot even work now. And I I still praying to God. I say, you know, God, if I have to deal with that, just give me the will to deal and to cope with everything that I'm going through. Even though I I just hate the medication they give me, I try and tolerate my pain. And just, I would take, um, I have a lot of bush and the sisters have been really helping me with that, the bush teas. <laughs> so that's what I, I, be, I drink a lot of that, you know, a lot of the bush teas and I'm now I'm start walking again. So, you know, God is just helping me to give me that strength mm-hmm. to walk and to do everything now. I mean, you, you, you can see me, you'll see me, but behind closed doors, you, you, yes, she's hurting. She's going through a lot, but. I, I just thank God for everything. I thank him for everything that I'm going through. I've been through. He got me out of it, moved me from one place to another, my food, my clothes. I look at everything he's given me and it's by the grace of God, by the grace of God, you know, and I have my spiritual sisters. They always checking up on me. Wonderful. always calling me i love it i love to hear their voices i love the texts i love the verses everything you know mm. i just love i just i love being in truth wow. i love learning about the god the god that i serve mm. i i really enjoy it so th- there's nothing that my family can do or say to move me from it i mean mm. because i'm coming from the world Yes, the world have a lot to offer. And I pray every day that I don't want to go back there. I don't have the desire to go back there, you know. And knowing that if I do go, my, you know, I know where I'm going to end up. Yeah. I don't want to end up there. Yeah. You know, and I just thank God every day that 
I, I asked him, what have I done? What did I do to deserve this? All mm -hmm. the goodness, all the mercies, mm -hmm. you know, I haven't done anything good. Exactly. So I'm just so grateful to him, oh. you know. And so. as you said, when you were going to the lounge and stuff, you know, that being in your 50s, it oh just goes goodness. to it just goes to prove because, you know, a lot of the well, I know my generation, it's more so. Uh, bro like man i'm gonna settle down when i get older and all that stuff but as you can see hey 50s there's no settling down for some there's you know, no no gonna go out there partying the same way doing the same thing and all this type of stuff you know so it's it's honestly it's you know just to you know hear a testimony it's it's very beautiful and it's very wonderful but it's also to show those that you know are coming in or who want to come in Everybody's situation is different, but different. if anybody tells you that, hey, listen, you go to holiness, you get baptized, and you know you, you tarry to receive the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Look, man, everything's gonna be okay. You're not gonna have no problems and trouble and stuff like that. You know it's a lie. You're gonna oh, encounter. Yes. It may not be cancer, but it's gonna be something. Another thing I'd like to ask, cause you grew up with your family, your brothers, your sisters, your you know the relatives, your mom, and here it is. You're coming into this thing. And all of a sudden, they're just cutting you off like as if you're a piece of meat. You yes. know, just cutting it right there and just get out of here. <laughs> you know, like a raw piece of meat. We don't want you. How did that make you feel? And you said you did not worry much about it. Why didn't you worry much about it? I mean, this is your, it's your family now, sis. Like, how, how, how come you didn't go on your bed crying? Oh. No, because I knew in my heart I had the truth. Because for the first time since I came in truth, oh. I read the whole Bible. Wow. I read the whole Bible and that, I mean, the, the first church, the, the Bible with all these scriptures in it. I oh, read the, the, the bylaws. I also read the part bylaws. of that too. The okay. Bible, the big, our, the, the Holy big scriptures, Bible. the Holy scriptures, yes, the okay, Holy scriptures. Okay, I can yes, say yes. in the Bible, yeah, Holy no worries, scriptures. No worries, understand. <laughs> the Holy script. I, for the first time when I came into church, I read the whole thing and I learned so much from it, you know, and there's things that I never knew. And growing up, we used to have a time where everybody would sit by around by, around the table and read the Bible. But I didn't get nothing out of it, out of it, you know. And even going to church, I never got nothing out of it. But um, I started reading the Bible. I it felt good, even though. And as I read the Bible, and you know, you go to church and hearing pastor or the other ministers talking and preaching and then you're remembering oh my gosh i read this mm -hmm. and this is what it means and mm -hmm. you know it, it just opens up your mind to the truth and no i didn't i didn't worry about it because i knew in my heart i had the truth so i didn't worry much about it it doesn't bother me mm -hmm. you know it doesn't bother me at all at all because even um i believe it was two saturdays ago my sister got married and everybody went. Mm -hmm. I didn't go, but mm -hmm. I, they said the video and I'm seeing my mother, the pastor, <laughs> coming down the aisle, dancing to some soca music. I'm like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so <laughs> I said, I am so glad I was not there, mm -hmm. you know, because now I know the truth. So it doesn't bother me at all. I don't miss being with them. Mm -hmm. It really don't bother me. Wow. You know, it really don't bother me. You know, so oh, wow. that's no, that's that's oh. beautiful. And as simple and easy you may be saying it, like that's 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 like wow, 
you know, because not everybody can do that. You right. know, because it's like people they've grown up with, you know, they've loved, that loved them and all the left and right. And now here it is, knowing you have truth, meaning knowing you have God, you know, I'm, you know, it's the right way. What, what is there to really worry about? You know, so it's, it's, it's honestly a, a beautiful thing. Wow. Your testimony yeah. is just, it's, it's wow. You know, so, but before we conclude, sis, you know, as I love to always ask, and, uh, you know, there's a say that I say, you know, when you look around and see what the Lord has done for thee, how grateful are you to God for Pastor Apostle Pastor Gino Jennings? Oh, my goodness. I am so grateful. I'm grateful that for the day that I saw him and I took up that initiative to go and do what I had to do. I my curiosity. I'm so grateful that God put him here on the earth for us because God knows where I would have been right now, heading to some hell place, hellish place. You know, I'm so grateful. And me having this colon cancer, I'm pretty sure I probably would have been dead already heading straight to hell. Mm. So I am so appreciative and so grateful to the Lord Jesus that he had put Pastor Gino Jennings on this earth to, you know, to let us know about all the wonderful things that he wants from us, you know, so, wow, yeah. Wow, brothers and sisters, you know, mothers that watch this too, the age brothers that watch this as well, you've heard it. You've heard it nice and sharply. You know, our, our, our sister sharing her testimony and give God thanks for you, sis, for taking up the time to, to come on in the evening and, and sharing your testimony. Um, we pray that, you know, we all know that God is a deliverer and he's able. And if it's yes, his will yes. and to completely wipe out, you know, and, and, you know, whatever sickness it be in you where you could even just start working and just doing your stuff again. And I don't know what yeah. workout you're doing, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> whatever it be. But, um, you know, we, we truly give God thanks for you. I'm going to continue to, you know, keep you in prayer, your family in prayer. We Thank never you, know what likewise. can happen. Yes. You never know what can Amen. happen. All I can yes. say is when you just focus on yourself and if it's God's will to have, if, whether it be a family member to come in, then they're going to come in. You know, if it be their will. Of course, we want that. You know, yes. come on in, come join us. This is the this is the thing when I'm telling you. Choco, choco, ha, 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 all this type of stuff. But it can get discouraging when you see they give you a sign of hope, but it's false hope. And then they let you down. And then you let that control you so much to let you down. Now it's like, oh, man. And now you can't even focus on yourself. Focus on what you need to do to get right. Focus yes. on what you need to do. How to think. Amen. How to talk. How, you know, to so God. Hallelujah. Just focus. All of us just got to focus on self. And all that we can get done. And yes, if it be amen. the Lord's will. Because listen, it was the same thing for us. You understand? It was the same thing for us. But... Some of us, we came in early. Some of us were born and we grew up in it. And some of us way later on. But despite whether it had been 10 years or you're 20 or 30 or 50, God gave us all that time because he knew there was an important time you had to come in. So be patient. Just yes. pray for them. If it, be, if it be the Lord's will, if it yes. be the Lord's will for Amen. them to come in, then they're yes. going to come Amen. in. Yes. can't do much other than that. But with that being said, sis... Thank you very much for coming on and sharing your testimony this evening. I'm truly grateful and thank thankful you. for it. Thank uh, you for uh, having me. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for it. You know, brothers and sisters who yes. have the willingness 
to come and share the testimony. And I'm seeing the, 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 the age of those are coming on. It's climbing up there, you know, it's, yes. it's climbing up. It's climbing up. But, um, yes. I'm, I'm grateful when, when, when mothers and, and age men watch this stuff, it really means a, a lot to myself, you know, because I take this, you know, work very serious, brothers and sisters, and I do my best to stay consistent to get testimonies out there and, I don't do this to take advantage or any glory of self at all. Uh, I just want to push this out so those can see the goodness that God is doing, the permanent changes yes. he's Amen. making. I, I say moreover, there's no, I, I'm just a wicked man who God gives an opportunity to get right day after day. There's, there's no good about me at all. There's no, I'm not special. None of us. I'm not a chosen one. I'm not, no, I'm nothing like that. Don't go telling anybody, oh, this man, he perfect, you know? I'm not perfect. Uh, 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 uh. I have a lot that I got to come up to, you know? But while I'm coming up to these things, I give God thanks for allowing me to be in the right mind to create a platform to be able Amen. to get out. Because this is a holiness platform. This is a God first platform. Yes. He, he's the boss of this platform. That's why there's no cussing and yes. swearing oh, and gossip and all this type of yes. stuff. God is the dictator of this platform. You know, I follow yeah. his ruling, but now to follow his ruling, I give him thanks because he sent a man to explain to us what to do, what not to do. Because now that I yes. know, now I'm not going to have no worldly music on this thing. Now I'm not going to have no gossiping on this thing. Now I'm not going to have no uh, cussing and swearing on this thing. You know, it, it feels wonderful. It feels yes, good it does. to be in the truth. I was, although it's hard, it's difficult. It's as hard. I said, but... I, I'm, I'm hanging on, you know, I'm hanging on. But as long as I'm still hanging, I'm going to hang all the way until God says that's it or until he returns. But I'm, yes. I, I just got to keep hanging on. But it's just, so be encouraged, mm -hmm. brothers and sisters, you know, continue to pray for Brother Sundin and his family. As I said, our desire our sole purpose now that we understand of why we're living is to make sure that we are getting right with God so we can go back with him in peace. I don't want to see God on bad terms. That's my focus. I don't mind seeing people on bad terms. I don't mind. I know I may see brothers so and so say, hey, if it's on bad terms and it's something they just have problems with themselves, that's different. You know, we could fix it if need be, but I don't even want to take the risk because once you see God on bad terms, hey, what can you do after that? Uh, you, you, you can't go and say, well, God, can, can I go have another chance at this? Oh, no, no, no. That's no. it. So that's why that's our purpose it. is to get right with him. Thank you for listening, brothers and sisters. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And don't forget to keep Sister Charmaine in her prayers and those that are helping as well. Those that are, you know, it's, it's, it's wonderful to have sisters really helping one another. That's, that's what that family thing is about. You understand where we can help one another and Help one another with love. So I pray yes. that this stuff, you know, it it be it, it be a continuous thing. You understand? In terms of where we can help one another out and thank God for the person and not take advantage of them and mm. so forth. You know, I I I do I truly believe that if one wants to take advantage, God will deal with that person in the way he has to deal with them. And as you can see, if God's going to continue answering those small little prayers of yours and stuff like that. How, how can he not be with you? You know? Yes. So, amen. And, and that's so that's a wonderful thing to know that God is with us. It's, it's a beautiful thing. No matter who doesn't want to be with us no more, whether they've been with us for years, just ask, this is the question I have for you all that watch. Tell me what is greater or better than knowing that God is with us.
You, 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 you answer that and come reply later on. Eh? What, is, what is greater than that? Knowing that he's with us. When God? Anyways, brothers and sisters, it's your brother, son, in Esperance. Thank you for listening. God bless and peace be unto you. Mm -hmm.